here on Art Smitten, and on the phone now we are about to chat to Dylan Watson, who is an actor in the upcoming play Love Song. Hello, Dylan. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, we're ve- we're very happy to have you. Uh, could you start by uh, explaining first of all what Love Song is about? Yes, um, Love Song is a play written by Abby Morgan. Uh, it's about one couple, Billy and Maggie in essentially what seems to be the last stages of their relationship together in their kind of mid-60s or so, and we kind of spend time with them present day in their 60s and them uh, back when they were in their younger years, so from their kind of mid to late 20s throughout about a 15-year period, and it just kind of tracks through their relationship, you know, the big events that kind of took place there, and, um, yeah, they kind of reminisce about their lives together in there final stages yeah mm. so Amy Morgan she's done a lot of work over the years um, just last night actually I was watching The Split on TV which is one of the series um, she created and wrote and um, what I love about that is how she has this very human aspect to her characters you know we feel like we're watching real people is that sort of what this play is about as well or this human aspect aspect yeah definitely and look, the, the actors on Split say the same thing about Abby. She's just got such a wonderful way of writing full characters. I mean, you see these flawed people trying to do the right thing, people with struggles, you know. The same thing occurs in the play. You know, you have these flawed human beings trying to take care of each other and lo- love one another despite their differences or, you know, personal struggles or clashes with each other. Um, yeah, so that's really Abby's talent is to be able to just write these really three-dimensional characters. It's really beautiful. Hi, um, Dylan, this is Dwight. How is this different from all other plays about relationship and married couples and stuff like that? Well, that's a really great question, Dwight. I'm, I'm not really sure how to answer that. All I can say is, look, when they when Abby started writing this piece with uh, a group in the UK called Frantic Assembly, what they wanted to capture was those ephemeral moments in relationships that are hard to describe, that are really only shared between those two people. They talked about trying to write a play about love, memory and loss, and I feel like that's what this play is. So certainly there are other plays that cover those things and there are events that take place in this play that are certainly you know take place in other places as well but i think it's abby's as i was um, mentioning to tom earlier abby's abby's ability to kind of really see these humans for what they are and and show the audience a full breadth of these characters i think that's really what what sets love song apart from um from a lot of other plays about relationships and is that what drew you to the show specifically, uh, Dylan, or was there anything else that kind of made you go, oh, yeah, I'd like to be a part of this? Look, it was just such beautiful writing, to be honest, Tom. I, I fell in love with the play. I cried so much when I first read it, and I honestly can't remember the last time I cried reading something off the page. But the more I researched into uh, what kind of work went into developing the piece, you know, a lot of music was involved when they talked about um, how, you know, what they wanted to kind of say. And it was music like um, a lot of UK groups, um, Image and Heap, um, you know, and Fru Fru, Winged Victory for the Sullen, um, Nils Fram, all this like beautiful orchestral music. And I feel like that really hit a chord with me. I think there's something about music that people feel that can't really be articulated with words. And that to me really helped sell me on the play. I mean, yeah, as I said, the writing is just so beautiful. It's this really beautiful and effectively quite simple story, just told really well. 
Um, Abby's got, there's just so much heart in the play, I feel, and, and that's what really attracted me to it. Um, yeah, and just a follow-up on Tom's question. How were you casted for this play, and what is your role for Love Song? So I play um, the younger version uh, of Billy. So I play, we call them William and Billy to differentiate between the younger and the older versions. Um, I got cast, I've kind of seen a few Red Stitch shows and been in touch with people, specifically Brett Cousins, um, that's been at Red Stitch for a while. He and I kind of run into each other around the traps, as, as you do. Um, and they asked me to have a meeting with Danny Lawrence, who they brought um, over from New York. He's a you know Australian who's been living in New York for the last I think, 15 years or so. And they bring him over over a couple of years to, um, to audition. So uh, to uh, to direct a play there at Red Stitch. So yeah, I um, Brett lined up a meeting with Denny and I, and we really clicked. We had very similar ideas about what the play was, and then um, yeah, had a read with um, with Maddie Jevick, who plays my wife, the younger version of Maggie. And um, yeah, I guess we just got along really well. We really had the same vision of what the play could be, and uh, yeah, the rest is history, really. Um. So. Dylan, I'm interested to know what does um you, you mentioned the Red Stitch Theatre. What um what's the benefit of playing at a theatre like Red Stitch for this play? For this play, I think it's the intimacy of the space. Um, you know, it's quite a domestic environment that we're set in. We pretty much spend the whole time at their house. You know, whether in you know the kitchen, the bedroom, you know, these kind of very domestic areas. And I feel like the intimacy of a space like Red Stitch. You know, it's an eighty seater venue you really feel like you're part of the house and you're in there. And when there's these quiet shared moments between this couple that, you know, in reality, no one else would see, there's something really, really intimate about being there for those moments. I, I couldn't imagine a better space for it, to be honest. I think early stages, were, uh, there were talks about trying to do it in a larger space, but I think things just worked out really well in the end. I feel like it's, yeah, it's ideal for this play. So it allows you to be closer to the audience, both physically and emotionally in that sense. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of inescapable in a way, you know, like you're always sitting in the kitchen with them while they argue over, you know, potential affairs or, or you know, trying to have kids or, you know, all of those kind of dramas that, that a couple faces. What is it like to work with those, um, with the other cast and with the director? It's been really interesting, actually, because we're playing, you know, older and, ver and uh, younger versions of each other. It's really been interesting and I haven't experienced this before, trying to find ways in which we can really communicate to the audience that we are essentially the same person, despite there being 30 or so years difference. So, you know, small amounts of mimicry, so, you know, delivering particular lines that both the older and the younger versions say to the other actors, um, you know, particular movement habits, some physicalization, things like that. Um, at the same time, Maddie and I don't, even though we're sometimes on stage at the same time as um, Gillian and Paul, who play the older versions, we never communicate. Obviously, we're playing the younger versions, so it's almost like we're kind of doing two separate rehearsal periods and we kind of combine them together for those moments where there is crossover because the idea of the play is that we're seeing uh, memories from the older couple kind of play out in front of them. So that's really what sets this rehearsal space apart from other... Um, rehearsal spaces I've had in the past is that essentially, you know, it's just, as far as my character is concerned, it's a, it's a two-hander of a play. You know, it's just Maddie and I, you know, just, just William and Margaret having these scenes together. Um, Denny's had, a, Denny's got really great vision. He's got a really 
you've got great specificity. You really know those moments in each scene that really kind of sell what that scene is about and what that when what the play is about. He finds those moments where subtext can really be shown to the audience, and we can really kind of see what's going on for these characters. I think it's a it's a yeah it's a very rare gift to uh, find a director with that kind of skill. Now, Dylan, you don't just appear on stage. You also had a role in Unbroken, I understand, a couple of years back. I did, yes. It yes. was a... Yes. Yeah, excellent. And so how does a role like that on a big blockbuster film compare to, like, the smaller role on a stage show? Um, I think, especially on something as big as Unbroken, which off the top of my head was around $320 million budget, you really see how much of a uh, small cog you are in what's ultimately a very large machine. And in a way, that's a gift because it gives you a lot of freedom. You know, there's no... Not as much pressure to kind of, you know, feel like everything's kind of mounting on you and everyone, you know, got their eyes on you to kind of make something work. Um, but at the same time, a lot of care is taken with each of those things. I mean, look, Unbroken was a, obviously, you know, working with Angelina Jolie was, was pretty amazing. Like the days where, she, you know... She was directing me and stuff was amazing. Getting put up in very nice hotels up at the Gold Coast with incredible weather was very lovely as well. But just really having certainly the difference, you know, in a space like Red Stitch where, you know, the set's fairly minimal and where, you know, trying to use our imagination as much as we can to kind of create the world for the audience. Whereas with Unbroken, I mean, we were rehearsing and filming in they essentially made an entire C-47, was it C-47? 47 um, bomber plane, you know, so we were in the plane, it was moving around while we were filming, we are having water splashing off the particular parts, um, yeah, so they make it a lot more practical, so a bit more imagination involved in theatre sometimes, yeah. Of course, now the show, uh, previews of the show I should say are opening on the 21st of August, um, have you previewed it to anybody else so far or will that be um, the opening night for um, the public? That'll be the yeah the first the first night that we have an audience. We've got tech and dress that we've been running through um, the last couple of days, and then uh, for the next couple of days, I think as well. Um, so yeah, we've got four preview shows, three preview shows, and then we open properly on I believe the twenty fifth of August, and then we run until the twenty third of September. Excellent. So yes, plenty of opportunity to get down and see that at the Red Stitch Theatre in St Kilda. Well, Dylan, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us today. Uh, where can we go for more information on Red Stitch and for more information on you? Uh, Facebook is always great. Um, I have an active page, Dylan Watson. Uh, Red Stitch, you've got a Facebook page there that you can also buy tickets from. Um, they've created a Facebook event for the play. Uh, and then there's also the Red Stitch website, which I believe is just redstitch.net. Excellent. Well, it's been wonderful talking to you and um, all the best for the show ahead. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Cheers.